Good morning, Sunset. It is good to see you. Uh, there are just so many things that we miss about being together and uh, seeing Scott and Michelle and their kids in the video uh, remind us of just how much we miss one another. And we're going to be doing uh, things like that to, to help us connect. Uh, we really don't know how long this is going to go on, so please continue to check uh, the Sunset webpage. The elders will be meeting and uh, determining right now through the end of April, but it might get prolonged and extended, and so we're just waiting to see what the authorities say, and we're not really sure exactly how everything's going to look like, but we're going to get through this together. But seeing your faces and knowing that you're connecting with us right now is an extremely important uh, moment for our church family. Uh, being able to connect live, knowing that you're there watching as we share the Lord's Supper, as we read through scriptures together, uh, that's, that's extremely meaningful. And so we're continuing to refine uh, our transmission and the way that we're presenting our, our live stream, but, uh, but we're grateful for your participation and your presence today. Our text for today is from the book of John, John chapter 20, verses 19 through 31. So if you'll take a minute and get your Bible and you can go ahead and be turning to chapter 20, I'll be reading uh, the text in just a minute. Um, how's it going for you? Uh, how are you guys doing? You know, we've all kind of gotten into a new routine, a new normal. And I don't know about you, but this new normal is kind of getting stale already. I'm kind of tired of it. Uh, I, I'm finding myself kind of bored and just wanting to do something different. And we see it happening in other places of the country where people are, uh, uh, are clamoring for connection. They're clamoring to get out and to do different kinds of things. You know, you might be running out of new ideas to do with your kids. You've run out of chalk and you're tired of chalking on the sidewalk and you want to do something different. Maybe you've watched all the Netflix shows that you really want to see and, and now you're just watching random foreign flicks that are dubbed and subtitled in different languages because you really don't know what there is to see. Uh, Miami-Dade schools announced on Sunday that, uh, on uh, yesterday, that um, the the classes in their buildings will be canceled and so everyone will continue to do distance learning for the rest of the year. And I almost heard a collective groan across the city uh, from parents, from students, from teachers. And, and, and so, and, and I don't know about you, but at times like this I wonder, what, what does God think of all this? What is he feeling when he looks down and sees us? Well. I think our text today, this is part of our, uh, uh, the schedule of scriptures that we've been uh, uh, following. Uh, I think it speaks to what God thinks and how he wants to respond to us who are sheltered in place. And so let's read the text, John chapter 20, verses 19 through uh, 31. The text says the following. That Sunday evening, we're talking about Easter Sunday, a week ago, that Sunday evening, the disciples were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. Suddenly, Jesus was standing there among them. Peace be with you, he said. As he spoke, he showed the wounds in his hands and his side, and the disciples were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. And again he said, second time, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. Then he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. 
If you forgive anyone's sins, they are forgiven. If you do not forgiven, do forgive them, they are not forgiven. Verse 24, one of the twelve disciples, Thomas, nicknamed the twin, was not with the others when Jesus came, and the disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But Thomas replied, I won't believe it unless I see the nail wounds in his hand and place my hand in the wound in his side. Verse 26, eight days later, one week after Easter, today, one week after Easter, the disciples were gathered again, and this time Thomas was with them. The doors were locked again, but suddenly, as before, Jesus was standing among them. Peace be with you, he says again. And then he turns and says to Thomas, Put your finger here and look at my hands. Put your hand in the wound in my side. Do not be faithless any longer. Believe. My Lord and my God, Thomas explained, exclaimed. And then Jesus told him, You believe because you have seen me. Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. The disciples saw Jesus do many other miraculous signs in addition to the ones recorded in this book, writes John the Apostle. But these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing in him, you will have life and the power of his name, the Word of God. You know, let me just make three points that I think are significant about this text. And the first one perhaps is the most obvious, and yet in moments of anxiety and stress we might forget. Number one, Jesus meets us where we are. The disciples were sheltering in place because of their fear of the Jews, and Jesus met them. Both times that Jesus comes into their presence on Easter Sunday night and then the week after, uh, they, they were in behind closed doors, and, and, and Jesus met them. Both times he tells them, the first time he tells them twice, Peace be with you. Shalom alakim. Alakim. It's a traditional greeting, but on Jesus' lips, it would remind the disciples of the times he told them that his peace he would leave with them during the Lord's Supper and after. I leave you my peace. The text tells us that Thomas wasn't with that group that first Sunday evening. We don't really know why, and speculation could run rampant. But one idea is maybe he was discouraged. Maybe he was devastated. Maybe he was so uh, uh, disappointed with what happened that he just couldn't stand to be with his other brothers and sisters. But this time, he was present. And he almost demanded to see and to experience the same thing the others. The other disciples wanted him to experience and believe in Jesus without having seen but he says, no, 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 I want to see just what you guys saw. And so Jesus appears. Jesus met the disciples where they were, sheltering in place because of fear. Jesus also met Thomas where he was and gave him what he needed so that he could believe. And for me, the point is that Jesus is now also meeting us where we are, sheltering in place. He is showing up at each one of your homes. He's showing up alongside you when you connect to your school and you connect to your work. He is there with you every step of the way. We're sheltering in place for fear, but also for love. 
love for our neighbor and love for the people that are around us. And Jesus meets us where we are without criticism, without insults, without uh, discouraging words. He meets us and blesses us with peace. But the second thing is he not only shows up to comfort us, but he shows up to give us a mission. He tells the disciples and the apostles, I am sending you. Just as I've been sent, I am sending you. And he's sending us with a commission. The Greek word is apostello, where we get apostle from. These are individuals that have been sent with a commission from the Lord. And that commission has been given to all of us. As we mentioned last week, Easter is about not only celebrating the resurrection of Jesus from the dead, it's also the beginning of us adopting that mission to then be his disciples, his witnesses, his ambassadors and agents on this earth. It's not just that Jesus overcame the dead, it's now we have been called to come alongside Jesus. You know, whenever we get filled with anxiety and fear, we, we tend to cower and we tend to crouch down and, and we kind of get smaller. Um, and that's a natural response. But God is asking us to do something beyond what is natural. He wants us to do something that is supernatural. When we lived in Argentina, one of our supporting churches was the Hialeah Church. And so every couple of years when we were back in, in the States to do our reporting and fundraising, we would spend a couple uh, weeks here in Miami uh, with the Hialeah Church. During one of those times, I was invited to go fishing. And Dirk Rushing and his dad, Red, took me out on a boat. And it was the first time that I really remember getting seasick. I mean, I got sick bad. And all I wanted to do was to curl up and lay in the bottom of the boat and just cover my head and struggle with those feelings of keeping my lunch down. But they told me something, and it stuck with me ever since then. They said, no, 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 sit up and look at the horizon. Look beyond whatever you're experiencing right now and look at the horizon. And doing that will actually help you get over the feelings of nausea, anxiety, and perhaps fear. Jesus is telling us to do the same thing. Look beyond ourselves. Realize that there is a mission that he has given us, and it's not just cowering or sheltering in place. It's about being sent. And in today's world, being sent doesn't mean physically contacting, but it means digitally, digitally contacting. It means calling. It means texting. It means checking up on. It means going back to the old-fashioned letter-writing days and sending cards, uh, different ways that we can connect with one another. The third thing that he tells us is not only that he is with us wherever we are, that he has sent us on a mission, but the third is that he gives us the resources we need to be able to fulfill that mission. He gives them the Holy Spirit. Now, this is not a replacement of Pentecost, which will happen uh, some weeks down the road when the Holy Spirit will be poured out. This was Jesus giving them strength for these moments uh, uh, leading up to that day of Pentecost. Jesus has given his, his very spirit to be able to proclaim his message. And what is that message? Well, in John, the message is forgiveness. It sounds a lot like what Luke told us in Luke 24. 
that this message that the Messiah would suffer, die, and rise again on the third day would be proclaimed in the authority of his name to all the nations beginning in Jerusalem. This, there is forgiveness of sins for all who repent. That is the message that God wants to communicate to us and for us to communicate to those around. Freedom from sin, freedom from guilt, freedom from condemnation. As we turn our lives towards God, as we make those changes, as we put our faith in Him, then we will begin to experience the forgiveness and the new life that He's, at, he's offered us. Matthew, as we mentioned last week, specifically mentions baptism. John doesn't, but we understand that's part of the process of turning towards God. Back in 1957, J.B. Phillips wrote a short story entitled The Visited Planet. And he talks of two angels, an older one and a younger one, that were flying throughout the entire universe. And the older one is showing the younger angel all of the sights of the universe, the, the, the huge stars and the galaxies and the super galaxies and the novas and the supernovas. And as they approached our solar system, he said, now, see that little dot there? That dusty little dot? That is the visited planet. And the younger angel said, visited by who? And the older angel said, yes, by God himself. And then they began this conversation. Why would God visit such an insignificant, tiny little planet? Well, God has been making house calls to his people since the very beginning. And God is making house calls today. And he's with us as we shelter in place he meets us where we are, but not only to comfort, but to give us a mission. And he gives us the resources, his Holy Spirit, the very Spirit of God himself, so that we have the strength and the resources we need to fulfill his mission. So I'm praying, and we're all praying for each one of you as uh, you continue with uh, the, the various steps and measures that you're taking. Uh, we will get together again sometime. And uh, until that time, we'll continue to pray, we'll continue to receive the comfort of the Lord, and we'll continue to go and do what we can to be his messengers wherever we are.